You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. to grind the hardcore podcast i'm patrick i'm bob and i am tom and it it started as a bit but now the bit has gone too far i actually have no idea what happens in this part okay um all right we're gonna hardcore around oh here's a bit oh uh, uh, uh. all right guys before we get into that let's hit our ad reads let's do, you do this eric uh, Tom, I'm. It's just more racist. Don't worry. No, listen. This sounds. This right, you sounds. Say something like your grandfather would say, and then. <laughs> yeah, that's my Archie Bunker podcast. Listen, uh, I think there's something wrong with my brain. It's just not going well over here. I'm still. A, I'm still like a pleasant guy. I haven't like started turning on people around me, like being like, "Who are you? Why are you in my house?" But like, <laughs> there's something fucking wrong with my brain. Like early like, dementia. Like, uh, maybe I don't want to be that dark with it. Maybe I just need some like ginkgo balboa or some shit. You know, <laughs> like I just I don't know what I need. Maybe I have. I mean, what is your leader, Joe Rogan? Doesn't he sell something that like makes your brain like alpha brain? <laughs> alpha brain. You know the name, Tom. I love when Tom pretends not to be a regular <laughs> listener. <laughs> so, I haven't listened in a very long time. <laughs> uh, I liked when he would talk about like the Pliocene. You know, he'd, he'd have guys on that would talk about like, here's what actually killed the dinosaurs, but it wasn't like conspiracy theories. It was actual like scientists. Uh, no, I listen, liked that. Uh, this is that I know you, you were, still listen. You were a sucker at one point because there are no dinosaurs. So if you believe that, you were in on the conspiracy. Um, mm. Listen, uh, this is a little bit of flavor I'll add because I got this text in real time, just this second, uh, which is my friend from high school uh, <laughs> sending. F- forwarding me screenshots that another classmate sent him of Facebook beef with. Oh old, no. If, I, I don't know if I talked about this on the air, but like when I went back for, I didn't go back for my reunion. I, I went back for one reunion. It was the funnest fucking thing for people that are like, Oh, that's a reunion. They're fucking fun. <laughs> and this, the, I had another reunion where I did not go uh, cause I was on tour. But I would have liked to, except it devolved, it devolved so hard uh, in the weeks beforehand where there was accusations and recriminations and you treated me bad in high school and you were a dick and you lorded your money over me and all this. And the, the moment, the payoff was a guy who I always thought was a nice guy, didn't have any problems with this stuff. He, he's, it was him, all caps, typing, I am a successful commercial fisherman. I don't need you for fucking anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Pride of the Hudson Valley, successful commercial <laughs> fisherman. Yeah, where does he go fishing? On the Hudson? I have no idea why it's even a flex. It's just a job, my guy. <laughs> like, it's like, I mean, I'm glad that he's successful. <laughs> yeah, me too. But holy but I don't shit. Know what that means. What does that mean in that world? I don't know. I, I look. clear 50? What do you, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe, oh, listen, maybe these guys are doing great. You meet those guys that come to shows in Long Island that are like, they're all like, uh, what do you call guys that get oysters? They're all that shit. And they, shuckers? I think shuckers is a dip, whatever. They're oyster fishermen. And uh, aside from their cocaine problems, they're all killing it. <laughs> 
We got to talk hardcore. All right. <laughs> let's 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 hit the sponsors first. Uh, major applause to to live a lie. Oh yeah. Major applause to Run for Cover Records. Oh yes, yes, yes. Major applause to Closed Casket Activities. Mm-hmm. And major applause to the one, the only Death Wish Inc. Oh, oh. Guys, we're starting at Death Wish Inc. DeathWishInc.com. I have no idea what Patrick could possibly say. He is on his own. Go for it, Patrick. DeathWishInc.com. What are you doing? This one's from the distro. This is uh, Agnostic Front. No one rules. <clears throat> and I, I actually needed a primer on what this is. But now that I know, uh, I'm going to highly recommend it. Uh, it is uh, uh, the pre-victim uh, in pain material. So that's uh, – well, this is demos, et cetera, right? Now, yeah. I am not familiar with this material at all. If hmm. I'm recommending this to people on the strength that this is a Radio Rahim release, hmm. and that's not because this is my homie. I don't know him. It's because these releases look and feel good, <laughs> and they are typically good selections. So uh, on the strength of the fact that it's agnostic front, on the strength of the mm. fact that it's Radio Rahim. Check, I, check. I think you should – and the fact that it's uh, the, the, a only $20 uh, value here. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think that you should uh, run, not walk, to the Death Wish Inc. store. Uh, yeah, great yeah, recommendation. You would know all these songs. I know oh, the yeah. songs. I don't know these recordings, so I don't think. Which what is, is it? What I kind of liked about this is like the first – Half is pre United Blood, mm-hmm. but then the second half is pre Victim of Pain. Oh, okay. Like demos before both rock, like. Oh, so it's pro- so wait, so it's proper album demos. This is, I mean, look, everybody, this is cool. This is like, uh, uh, I've talked about this. There's that uh, uh, Led Zeppelin song, uh, In the Light, right? Mm. Which, which is a good song. The mm-hmm. demo for it is a great song. And, yeah. Uh, it, I love that phenomenon a whole lot of finding a demo version that you go, yeah, the LP is is really great, but what he does vocally here, or they decide to cut out early here, uh, or this is just stompier, so fulfilling. So I don't know if I know these these Don Fury recordings of of these specific songs at all, but I'm open. I'd like to try. Shout out to Radio Raheem. One half of Radio Raheem maybe just opened a record store in the Boston area called Big Dig Records. Check them out. And as always, support deathwishing.com. Deathwishing.com. Woohoo. Big Dig. Celebrating that. Oh, man. I remember driving through that. How crazy was that? <laughs> oh, man. Crazy, Is it still crazy. going? No, no, no. Finally finished. Uh, let's swing out the Mass Pike. Patrick, you got it? Uh, last night on the Mass Pike. Go to Closed Casket Activities, closedcasketactivities.com. Tom, lead the way. I would like to bring your attention to a record that we've spoken about before um, mm. that I think if you know you might have missed it when we spoke about it probably six months ago, but I'd like to bring mm. it back. The uh, Age of Apocalypse LP, Grim Wisdom mm. on Closed Casket Activities. Um, they're running down to their first, their last few copies. Uh, they're run out. They run out. They've run out of three colors. They have two left. Mm. So get in there. And they mm. also have um, a limited edition version of the 
the previous record that was on Fuzz Records called The Way by Age of Apocalypse. And that's pink and silver with black splatter limited to 200. You can get them both at closedcasketactivities.com. Um, I can't recommend either both of these records and the split with Pain of Truth um, enough. I think this band rules. They've gotten better and better live. Yeah. Um, if you like, you know, heavy music, if you like like Vagony, if you like Only Living Witness, if you like anything like that, this is the perfect band for you. Mm. Yeah, and they've been touring hard. So uh, everybody, uh, if you get a chance, go see them. Closecastingactivities.com. Thanks for hitting the post on that, Tom. How we doing? How we feeling, guys? I am feeling great. Thank you. Tom, how are you doing on this wonderful night that we are recording? I am doing wonderfully. Um, just had a little, uh, sorry, I had a little delivery. I usually get food delivered during this because I go, oh, shit, I haven't eaten. Oh, it's good. We, I'm having a little, make sure. little tofu yeah. pad thai. I won't eat on the mic. Um, Ooh, I'm doing well. I like that. Giants uh, won. Mets won. Good. Not a, not a bad day. I have a question for you guys. Uh Fair or foul, and this is leading into the uh, the episode format for today. Fair or foul? Um, someone made a Indian food dish, curry dish, all you know, veggies and kind of a, a curry. Um, they did not use uh, what is it called? The type of rice? It is called. I just had it. There's basmati. Basmati uh, rice. We'll we'll just use basmati. Instead, they used a rice pilaf for the rice. Is that fair or foul? Uh, I'm a. Uh, I appreciate the blending of cultures. I uh, I say fair. All right, Tom. I'll take fair. I All like right, to, you know, to experiment. Guys, today is a. Uh, well, we had some pivoting, but you know what's one of the best parts about this podcast, dudes? We are able and agile and flexible type dudes. We are doing the super, super fun format show, number one. Mm. Um, it is going to allow us to swing around topics. This is in the grand tradition of uh, a lot of foreign countries have game shows and talk shows that seem a lot more fun than anything that our culture has going right now. So we're going to go through this, but it's going to allow a lot of space to talk about a lot of different things, and hopefully in a fun way. You guys get to pick. It's basically like spinning a wheel. Ooh. Here are the potential topics with no further information until we do them. Mm. Are you ready? I am. Yes. Hardcore Pazuki. Uh, no idea. Wild or mild? Mm. Take one for the team. Animal style. You pick two. And giving energy. Uh, Tom, would you like to pick, or do you want to defer to Patrick for the first pick? I'll let him pick. You pick Patrick, two. first pick. You're going with you pick two? Whoop. Oh, no. No, no. What happened? We had a crash. I don't know. Your audio dropped it's out. It's a daily double. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, Patrick, you were picking? Uh, you pick two. All right. You pick two. Patrick, you pick two. I got to remember what the hell I even meant when I wrote these down 15 minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> you pick two any topics you want to talk about. So that's uh, it's 
it sounds like you pick two. It's that's right. That's it's wordplay. Oh, I got myself with wordplay. It's you pick two, but it's T O O. So this is an open forum. You get to uh, decide what we what we're going to talk about right now. Go. Okay. Uh, uh, here's one. Uh, do you want to see a human being on stage or a muscle king? Oh, depends on the style. The reason I ask is because I'm feeling real bad about my body and I'm about to go on tour. And I know that to some of our listeners who like don't wash their asses and fucking are obsessed with looking and smelling bad, that that's like not a concern that should be in my brain. But Mm. I don't know. I don't like I don't like seeing people that look like unless you're right, unless it's like I hate God. I don't want to see something that looks like a person on the on the edge of something bad. You know what I'm saying? So like if uh, I would like to be a muscle king, obviously, but then there's also a point that it becomes alienating. You know what I mean? Like if somebody on stage is looking a little too put together. (laughs) No, I mean, so to me, this is a good question. Do you want to see a muscle king or do you want to see, I mean, here's the deal. There's you're going you're choosing the extremes. There's a gray area in the middle, and there's also versions where one fits and it doesn't. You know, um, but sometimes if it doesn't fit, it does. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It can be an odd. It can be a weird kind of cross, and I, I like that. I, I think the variety is the spice of life. And actually, um, I won't make this the topic, but uh, if I hit one of these, I will. Um, the difference of starting point is good for you specifically. Mm. Tom, you've seen drug church a few times now. Pat's Pat's up there moving around. Yeah. He's getting into it. He's kind of doing his thing. Do you need him to be jacked or you, do you just need him to be able to kind of keep up? I just need him to be able to keep up. Do like those like foreign islands dance, you know, the same mm. foreign island. I think it's foreign islands. Right, that does like those like, like those kind of weird dances. Mm. Right, I just need you to be able to pull that off. Like when you're like, if you're like running out of breath, I need your cardio to be on point. I don't okay, care yeah, what you yeah, look yeah. like. Um, I yeah, I mean, I I think I don't need you to be mu- if you're happy, muscly. That's cool. If if you're happier this way, but you can still pull it off, that's cool too. I don't think anybody is gonna look at you sideways if you came out and was like, Pat will Pat was so soft. Nobody cares. Yeah. Do you have a gold chain right now? No, I don't fuck with gold, but I do have a nice, okay. uh, silver, a nice chain. silver Cuban link. What I mean, color? Um, what's your color? Like your tour color that you're going to be wearing almost every day? <laughs> have you figured this out yet? So, <laughs> you like earth tones, and I don't know if that always works with your skin. Well, people ridicule the shit out of me because I've been wearing the same shirt on, on tours for. Uh, I've probably talked about this. I own two of the same shirt because the one I'm worried is going to wear out. Uh, I wear them almost every day of my life, which is this uh, purple. Okay. Well, check this out. (laughs) We're going to go. This is a whole direction. When last episode, we talked about how there's kind of, uh, uh, or maybe this was uh, Patreon. Uh, We talked about how there's, uh, the mosh retirement phenomenon and kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. and how it's possible to look dusty. Uh, and we don't like to hammer on people like that. Cause we know that life shit can get in the way you keep it up. But like, there's also this other energy where it's, you're wearing the same, uh, I'm not going to say who, but t- I, I saw a band that's, um, 
very adjacent to our world, but apparently, sure. they, apparently they were hardcore kids at one juncture in their life and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are now a legacy act, and they are they are playing, uh, you know, kind of the uh, uh, if there's a local radio festival, they'll they'll have a prominent place on it because for people in that small city, they were a big deal. Whatever. Um, the the guy's still wearing the same size shirt that he was when he was thirty pounds lighter, and it's not flattering. Uh, it looks, it, it, it's just possible. You might need to update your shit, right? So I have two of the same shirt. I've been wearing the same American apparel, purple shirt since like 2011. (laughs) And I, whenever I see one on a vintage site or whatever, I buy exactly that shirt because I need that shirt. But I think it's time for me to mix it up. People said I look like Kermit the frog at the fucking uh, sound of fury. Mm. So uh, I, I got to I got to mix it up a little bit uh, and not go with my but I don't know what to do. Uh, I mean, I think you should try on a few different fits, man. Like like when's the last time you wore an XL or two XL T-shirt? Oh, Jesus. Uh, you, you can't be as skinny in the arms. I, you as, can as I dog am. dog. Yeah, but that, that's that, for kids. But you have to move around. I know. Well, you could you might present as like. 48 instead of 68. You know what I mean? I mean it worked like, with David Byrne. <laughs> Listen. Here, I asked the question about the chain. The chain should be hanging on a little hoop near wherever you wake up and look. It could be your bathroom mirror. It could be in your closet, wherever it is. As a reminder, I can't wear this until it has a little bounce off of my pecs. Yeah, yeah. That's good. You that's know a, what that's I mean? That's a good way to look at it. Um, and, and just, you know, you don't need to be, for you, you should be going for sinewy. You know, you want to be you want to be caught, you want to, but you want to have a little pump. What you don't want is you don't want to have, you know, you don't want to be stuck in the middle. You don't want to be no. uh, noodly. You, you can be waif, but you can't be noodle. You know what I mean? Mm. <sighs> okay. Uh, Patrick, you picked, you pick two. Tom, you got to pick a different one. Hardcore Pazuki, wild or mild. Take one for the team. Animal style or giving energy? I'll go wild or mild. Okay. Yeah, Patrick, if you're feeling frisky, add some silly music as we do this. It would be good in the (laughs) post-production. Earn your keep. Tom, I'm going to be asking you if a classic punk or hardcore record is wild or mild, and I won't be asking you anything that will get you in trouble. How about that? Thank you. And I'm saying it as classic as defined by Google and or... Many people, Tom, wild or mild, Green Day Dookie. Um, I'd say wild. Whoa, okay. Patrick, do you agree? I do. Whoa. Please explain, Tom, and then, Pat, uh, supporting evidence. I think at the time, I was probably, I don't know, 18 when that record came out, and I was in hardcore already, and I remember seeing... um, Green Day opening for Bad Religion at the, at Roseland yep. right before that record came out. And I remember all our friends being like, who the fuck was that band? Like, right. no one knew what was going on. But we were all, like, blown away. And then that record came out. And I was like, oh, that totally makes sense. And I think it's a, like, I feel like that and, like, um, Rancid Outcome the Wolves. Yeah. Two best, like, records of that scene. By, Ra- by radio time. punk records? Yeah. 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 For lack of a better term, yeah. No, uh, Patrick supporting evidence. Um, I think that uh, Green Day 
uh, started to enjoy the arena uh, shortly after this. And right. on this record, it is uh, still very much uh, enjoying Gilman. Uh, and it is really a fucking fun record. I, yeah, like I uh, yeah. go ahead, Tom. No, no, no. I'm just going to two other times. I actually saw him twice on this record. Oh, wow. Nice. I saw him in Irving Plaza on St. Patrick's Day, and they made special like Green Day shirts for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and then on the nose, guys, opened, but good. Yeah, a little bit. And then they opened um, Lollapalooza 94. Literally. Oh, yeah, first they did. You're show. right. Wow, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think they probably they game. probably stole a lot of people's sandwiches on that show. I'll say that much. Oh, yeah. Ninety fourth, yeah. yeah. Um, yo, I didn't know which way you were going to go on that. I think I agree. Here's the thing: I don't associate this record with hardcore or even like classic punk, but it is now uh, well over twenty years old. Um, all of the big songs are songs I think are fun and good. But then you look at it and it's like, yo, most of this record are hit singles. Longview, Welcome to Paradise, Basket Case, When I Come Around. And yo, I think secretly the radio only, aka there's no music video single, She is awesome. Like, mm. great song. Fun song. All right. Good. Good one. All yeah, right. And I think we, they became so ubiquitous. Ubiquitous people were like, Ugh. But like. Right. At a time and a place, like this record was actually like awesome and fun, and not like once like they did the um oh, what the when they did American, American Idiot, Idiot. I think it's way past, yeah, way past. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. could be like, oh, cool, I'm in like Walmart and I'm listening to fuck, you know, <laughs> yo, those songs. I mean, especially Basket Case. This was quietly as grunge was expiring on the shelf. Uh, the Green Day and Rancid records came in pretty strong. So shout out, shout out to them. All right, uh, Patrick, Hardcore Pazuki, take one for the team, animal style, or giving energy? Am I ignorant as fuck? What's Hardcore Pazuki? Just go with that one because I don't know. What, I, I have no idea what's going on. Okay. This is this is the uh, – <clears throat> if you don't know what Pazuki is, Tom, do you know what Pazuki is? I have zero idea. Okay. So essentially it is when you serve a chocolate chip cookie or it could be any kind of cookie in a skillet. Usually at like a chain restaurant or, you know, eh, some restaurants have it. Can I take um, it back? Th- well, no. The cookie comes out in a hot skillet and they put ice cream on top of it and it's so fucking good. Mm. It's so good. So, hardcore pizuki is good things combined. So, that's the hot cookie and the ice cream. Patrick, I want you to give me an example of two good things combined. And maybe it's a record that combines these things or a show with two things. But it's good things combined to make an even better thing. Oh. Um, man. You know, the easy answer is something like gridiron. Uh, but I'm thinking, but maybe I'm a negative ass person because I was just thinking, oh, what are what's a list of some things that don't? <laughs> Well, think about the good things. I mean, I, I so. hate black metal in my fucking hardcore, man. I okay. Hate it. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. That's it. fine. All right. Um, That's fine. Let's see. <sighs> you know what? While you're talking about that, I think sometimes black metal is put into hardcore in the wrong places. Um, I think sometimes power violence or crust bands will sub it in there as this weird kind of kind of throw in influence. And I don't think. It doesn't jive. Whereas I think if you go dirgy, heavier, like 
even even if you take bluesy rock or bluesy like Black Sabbath stuff, I think I saw the folks from Wound Man posting that uh, you know secret ingredient to good power violence is a healthy dose of Sabbath, and I was like, those dudes get it, they got it. It's not, it's not. Don't throw in black metal just for the sake of throwing something in. It's not worth don't it. Do it. Okay, do so it. He, I, I got hardcore one bazooki, that, Patrick. I got one that Tom's gonna vibe with, I think, but on the on the face of it. Okay, so I'm gonna say a statement, and I want Go. you guys to say agree or disagree, and then I'm gonna supply a, a, an example that I think speaks to one. Okay. Okay. Uh, emo and post hardcore. Yes or no? Yes. Hmm, interesting. Yes. Okay, so I expected at least one of you to say no because there are so many bad examples of this. <laughs> however, you're not wrong. However, and I think Tom is going to feel this. Bob, I don't know if I've ever heard you speak on this record, but maybe I've been mm-hmm. listening to the Curse of Rest uh, record, uh, uh, Domestica. And mm-hmm. I love the Ugly Organ. That's like a very uh, ambitious record. It's a, a for people that don't know, <clears throat> Curse of is like kind of like. Uh, maybe intentionally sort of taken uh, like they've kind of faded back a little bit. Uh, they still play. There's people still love. I don't them. think it was intentional. Oh, okay. People still love them, but they, uh, less now- people. And I think that's why. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm not trying to be a dick. I love, I think Tim cash is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Wait, all right. Can I just, all right, I'm yeah, going to take over. Pat, oh, Pat, hold your thought. As a big Tim Casher fan, love cursive. And I love the good life. Some people cannot write sober. Oh, Rough, rough. And I think that might be as there's like a time that it's just like there's like literally a dropping off point that you're like, hey, what happened? You wrote great songs for like 12 years and then all of a sudden it died. Oh, uh, is, is that what happened? Is, has it not been good records in the last uh, 10 years? No, the last bunch of cursive records have not been very good, unfortunately. Rough, man. But before, like Ugly Organ and before, incredible. I mean, Domestica is, is so much better than I remember. Okay, hold on. Let, let's let's pitch this, uh, Tom. Let's pitch this to a person who doesn't know cursive. Maybe somebody who's young. Maybe somebody who just ignored the scene when when they uh, when this was all popping. Uh, is it fair to say that it has, uh, particularly by the Ugly Organ, you have some of the best elements of post hardcore with yes. all, all of the best elements of emo a- and. There's nothing. There's not a moment of embarrassing tripe on it. Can you think about this mix when it's bad? It's so bad. But this, right? This, this is, is the warm. It's got the warmth of emo with the playing of post hardcore. Really clever playing and, and moshing, moshy. Mosh, at, at times, it, it, if you listen, Wait, cursive. You're talking about cursive and moshing. Yes, if, yes. Okay. If you can, okay. If you can mosh to rival schools, you can mosh to cursive because it is mm. really. There are parts of this that are straight up post hardcore. Uh, uh, rival schools would be an example that I would have used for emo and hardcore coming together, or emo and post hardcore. Um, and I think currently. What you described, um, there's certainly a dearth of that in the Run for Cover catalog. Most recent example being something like Anxious, um, certainly informed by emo of all types. Um, I think it's more interesting when we get that stuff that is almost basement level of the mm-hmm. emo meets post-hardcore. Uh, so, just because I think there ends up being some really weird stuff in that well. 
Uh, so, okay, here's my hot take on that. And this is uh, disrespecting my brethren from the, uh, from the basement because uh, this, these are the people that I like, this is who self-defense when they, when we're end of a year and still to a large degree, this is who we end up playing with. If we go out on a tour, uh, here's my only complaint about that type of music. It is a bad hit to hit to failure ratio. Um, like you'll have one good song in a set and you will come in and you will go, Whoa, this song rules. And then the next thing out of these fucking musicians will be such trash that you can't believe that it's the same fucking band. So that's my beef. Th- these bands like cursive that wanted to go further. We can criticize that if we want to, I mean, it's not fucking 1999, so I doubt we will, but it, it, we could criticize it if we wanted, but at least it meant that there was some quality control. That means that you can listen to a full album. And, mm. and look, maybe that's not what you want. Maybe you want the wild experimentation where people fail all the time. I I'm in one of those bands. I get it. But like, if I'm putting on a record, I I'd like, okay, let's, let's see if we can't get through this ugly organ. Yeah, I can. Matt, did you see they reissued Domestica? Cause it's been 20 something years. Jesus. <clears throat> and they retook <laughs> what, what, what the, they retook the cover photo and it's updated with those two people, what they look like now. Oh, that's fantastic. It was a cool idea. How are they? How are they holding up? They look pretty good. Okay, God bless. Yeah. All right. Go for that. All right, Tom. Take one for the team. Animal style or giving energy. You know, take one for the team. Oh, Tom. All right. <laughs> You've oh, stumbled oh, no. into today's. No, it's a daily double. Um, I'm going to ask you one question from a dating app questionnaire site. All right. Are you ready? Sure. Um, would you like a would you rather or a more direct? Um, They're both fun. Want to do them both? Let's do them both. Would Fuck you it, rather? Would you rather be the funniest person in the room or the most intelligent? And why? Funniest. And why? Because y- you can be very smart and not. Be fun if you're funny, you can win over everybody in that room. And if you're the smartest, seventy five percent of people you probably could. think you're a dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> right. You could turn people off by being too smart. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're you're the funniest person in the room, depending on your proclivities, you could go home with somebody. And yo, no one's gonna be like, you know, teach me fucking, you know, the law of relativity theory. again. Yeah, the so, best right. smart people I know are also quite funny. Period. And a sense. Right. I mean, those. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's those are the lucky folks. All right. And this one's for both of you. But Tom, you start it. What are your thoughts on pineapple on a pizza? I think it's a fucking sin against God. Uh, Patrick, <laughs> thoughts on pineapple on a pizza? So I don't know what shit is like in the U.S. because I don't. Because right. you haven't lived here in like six Crikey. months. Oh, I don't a fucking break. <laughs> Listen, I, I, oh, band, I abandoned your Let me tell you, let's talk more about your politics, but I don't know what things are like at the pizza counter. Yeah, let me tell you about the Christianity, and, good, and good it, luck. it doesn't exist in America. Good luck to you rats on that sinking ship, but I'm, I'm doing fine over here. Listen, my point is, yeah, I, don't, I don't eat trash pizza when I'm in the U.S., but right. I'm, in, I'm in a home with an eight-year-old. You so you eat some trash pizza. You can't get an eight-year-old a good pizza. They don't know what it is. They look at it like it's a crazy device of some type. <laughs> so I end up eating uh, Pizza Hut and Domino's, which in 
Australia, and this is what I'm saying. In Australia, it's a delicacy. It's a delicacy. It's the finest point. It is a pepperoni made of koala. Yeah, they, they've got their own Michelin, Michelin star rating here. So, uh, what I'm saying is they uh, uh, they have a vegan pizzas at both with vegan cheese, okay. which I, which okay. I don't recall at Pizza Hut in the U.S. Maybe that's changed. No. I haven't been no. the one in fucking forever. But um, so. The vegan pizza from Domino's by default has uh, their spicy veg has pineapple on it. So, okay. uh, and that is the preferred one in this house. So I end up eating pineapple on pizza. This was a long way to say I've had a lot of pineapple on pizza in the last, whatever, six months. And uh, I'm okay with it. I would probably never choose Order it. it. Yeah, I'm fine with it, Got but it. I would never would, choose it. Would never choose it when I've had it. Tom, have you ever had it? it no, it, but I could imagine what it's like. Oh, it's like it's. It was not nearly as bad as I as it was in my head. I, I wouldn't ever choose it. But if somebody put it, right. if there was no pizza left and there was one slice of pizza with pineapple on it, I'll eat it. That's fine. That's fine. Um, all right, Can Patrick. That's totally unrelated. Of course. Did Anxious just play Rockefeller Center? They did, yes. What the fuck was that all about? Of course. Ceremony. Yeah, they're there. Um, Grady actually is put put the star on top of the tree. He was up in a mm, cr- no. That's awesome. Um, no, uh, they played a little festival there and got to play right uh, at you know Thirty Rock or whatever it is, right in the actually right in the middle of Rockefeller Plaza. I saw somebody post like a video of like the 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 stage setup, and I was like, "Oh, that must be like when they do like you know Friday mornings, like we have in sync at the you know fucking Good Morning America, <laughs> what the fuck it is." But then someone just posted a video of I'm like, "Wait a minute, that's fucking anxious." No, anxious played. It was kind of like a big indie show, and they were on it. It's, it's awesome. That's yeah. sick. Yo, you, you, MTV News, you heard it here first. Uh, if you're not on the anxious, if you're not on the anxious bandwagon, get get on it. Should be. Um, all right, uh, Patrick, it is your turn. Animal style or giving energy? Uh, let's go with giving energy. All right, giving energy. Uh, you are giving. Uh, recommendation of recent consumption. Give one thing you have consumed lately, whether it's music, uh, book, TV, YouTube channel um, that you recommend for the average axe to grind listener. <laughs> you don't want my fucking YouTube channels. Um, no, no. <laughs> let's you definitely don't with... want that out there. Uh, so I'm going to recommend the books of uh, Christopher uh, Buhlman. Uh, that's B-U-E-H-L-M-A-N. Now, this fella mm-hmm. is like a Renaissance fair juggler turned author, which I don't know why you'd include that in your bio, but he does. Uh, he... Uh, he, he wrote a, uh, really fantastic fantasy book that uh, I know that sounds crazy. Like, you know, you're probably, th- people listening are probably thinking like, what, like, you know, is there dragons and shit? No, no, no. It's horror fantasy. It's scary. It's like a French, a French night during plague times. Uh, and I loved it. That one's called between two fires. He's, if, let me put it like this. He's got to kill the Pope. So like a lot of our listeners mm. might, m- might enjoy, it. <laughs> but the, uh, I'm now reading his, uh, his horror book, those across the river, which is like kind of like a Southern, uh, uh, Gothic, uh, uh, vampire story without any of the trappings of high society. It's like, it's redneck shit. You know what I mean? Basically the setup for it is that the community has voted to stop the ceremony of sending pigs into the, 
uh, uh, across the river uh, and uh, the, the people across the river who eat the pigs who are not people are uh, uh, displeased by this. And it's a, uh, it's hokey at times, but horror typically is uh, it, mm. b- both books. Both books are fantastic. Uh, and if you get them on audiobook, you get uh, uh, very credible uh, uh, readers. Um, very good. So when I, when I write my novel, please don't have Pat do the inside flap. Just like, <laughs> oh. I can't sell a fucking of, thing. It's you know, crazy. this guy wrote a great oh, fantasy book. You know how fantasy books suck dick. <laughs> it's um, crazy, but this one's not like those. It's really great. You know how hard like sort of hokey. There's hokey parts. You know, it's like it's cool. <laughs> right. You so, uh, it was a good. Pig. It was a good. <laughs> if you want to read a book about pigs killing the Pope over a river, Patrick, <laughs> what is the author's name and what's the book title? Christopher Buhlman, uh, Between Two Fires, and uh, Those Across the River. And if Perfect. you go to his Wikipedia, it reads like someone took his resume and just <laughs> uploaded it to, re- to Wikipedia. He studied French language and history at Florida State University, graduating in 1994 at 25 years old with a bachelor's degree. He speaks French with near fluency oh, and near. is conversant in Spanish. This is a resume. Wow. Wow. That's a fucking. Right. That's what you put at the bottom when you don't want to get busted. When your boss goes, "Oh, you speak Spanish," and then they test you, and you go, yes. "Well, not that kind of Spanish, not that well." Like, yeah. <laughs> oh no, I, I, I mean, uh, uh, what is it, Catalan? Uh, uh, sorry, uh, it's totally different. I don't know. Portu- <laughs> yeah, right. it's Portuguese. I did Portuguese in school. Um, Tom, are you ready for animal style? Yes. Am I answering his? Pat only answers that question. Pat only answers that one now. We go around again. We can do. We can after this. Oh. We we open it up because now you'll know all the topics. So, the super super fun format show, guys. Uh, animal style. Tom, I'm yes. going to name three hardcore I'll do it bands. For a yes, I am going to name three hardcore bands, and you are going to tell me what animal they are the most like. Are you ready? Yes. Mm. Go with gut instinct on it. Um, so, are you ready? First band. Mm. Snapcase. Gecko. Um, Patrick. Cockatoo. Let Tom answer. Sorry. Cockatoo. Okay. Cockatoo. Why cockatoo? High pitch voice. Tom. Integrity. Um, brown bear. Mm. <sighs> Why? Burly voice. <laughs> Burly voice. That's the first thing that pops in my head. No, no. That's good. Uh, Tom. Dead Kennedys. Um, Dead Kennedys. What? All right, I, Jello. What does he sound like to me? Um, Dead Kennedys. What kind of animal? A cat and heat. Cat and heat. All right, uh, guys. That was the end of the round one. You now know what the the topics mean. Hardcore bazooki. It's two good things combined. Uh, to make a better thing wild or mild i ask you if a classic punk record is wild or mild take one for the team it's a dating app question animal style you got to name what animals hardcore bands think of you pick two so you can wild card and talk about whatever the hell you want or giving energy where you make a recommendation patrick started the last one tom you get to pick your second round choice what would you like to do i'm gonna go you pick two Mm. let's do it uh, you pick two wild card. Go for it. Throw it out there. So the topic, and I don't know how privy you guys are to this yet. It has only happened last night. Has anyone seen footage of E-Town playing without the PA? No. No. What was that like? So they there was that big festival in California. Northern California, in the Bay somewhere. I think it, it might have been in Oakland. I'm not 100% sure. Um, 
something had happened during the band before them, which I believe was Comeback Kid. So the venue was like clearing out all the people because people had to be removed from the venue for whatever. Wow. Reason. Okay. That will not okay. be discussed. Here. Sure. Sure. That put up tape, if you know what I'm saying. Um, and no one told E Town. So they were like setting up. And oh. then they pl- they went to go play, and the venue turned the PA off. Mm. So they literally did a full set with Ant Money singing without a PA, and the king, the like the crowd singing back to him. Okay, <laughs> so so I'm in. What was the energy like? Crazy. It seemed like a lot of fun. I give him because I would have felt like like a shit heel for being like. I'm going to rap to you guys without a microphone. I would feel weird doing it for like, like an indecision song where I don't rap. Right. <laughs> but I feel like, like we had that happen. It was once. And like we, we, we did minor threat, minor threat, like without the guitars. Right. And the whole crowd sang along. So it was fun. But like, I couldn't imagine being like, Fuck it. I'm just going to like gesticulate wildly. Yo, I got this. Because the right. band, you can still hear the band. But people seem to have an awesome time. And I think number one, I think it's kind of cool that I was like that like PA was was shut off and the cops were coming and they played anyway, which to me, pretty punk. Mm. It's the first time in recorded history that someone has called E Town Concrete Punk. I just want to note that for yeah. the archivists out there. So I mean, continue. Yes, <laughs> Aliens, um, September eighteenth, eight fifty five p.m. E Town Concrete, Eastern pretty Standard punk. Time. I mean, come on for that. I mean, no, no, you're not wrong. They were saying uh, f the police, so you know. Yeah, to say, to say it in a Patrick PA. accent. Yeah, the police. Um, but yeah, I mean, by the time this is posted, it'll probably be old news. But um, we could talk about the um, surrounding circumstances afterwards. Um, but it was pretty wild to see. So that, yeah, that was shout my out to hot, that. That was a good. Topic. All right, um, Patrick, you get to pick. What 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 one of these categories would you like to do? Uh, <clears throat> what was uh, which one did I not do last time? I, you didn't I do animal up. style. You didn't do animal style. Let's do animal it. style. Yeah, you were kind of excited about animal style. I'm sorry, yes. I had to. Right. All then, right. And he, he was had to get told, "Hey, would you just go easy, Fugazi?" Mm, I'm gonna go with the Argentine black and white tigu. Okay, why? I feel like this particular lizard has a calmness about it that uh, speaks to how Fugazi is just a little bit, a little bit pulled back. Okay, stiff little fingers. I'm gonna go with the Mexican bearded lizard. Uh, okay, why is that? <laughs> I feel like it looks like the members. <laughs> uh, flipper. Uh, Flipper's tough. Um, for Flipper, I'd probably go um, maybe an armadillo uh, girdled lizard uh, because it's un- it's inapproachable. You can't touch it. It hurts. Tom, wouldn't it be great if Patrick actually had that level of reptile knowledge and wasn't just had like some lizard fucking website open. Yeah, he definitely had a w- this motherfucker's looking at Wikipedia about lizards <laughs> while we're talking. 
in in independent of the actual podcast. Oh yeah, the show. No, he's just he's just on a, a little kick. He's right. like he was like, you know what, Komodo dragons, and then he just looked that up while we were talking about actual stuff. What's weirder than Komodo dragons? Not Google much. Google search. Um, Tom, you're up. Um, let's see. I'm gonna go uh, hardcore Pazuzu. Pazuki. Pazuki. Two good things combined to make a better thing. Give it to us. Um, Pat's going to vibe with this. Pat Bob will, too. Mm. I'm going to say Gridiron. Okay, Slayer riffs and rap. There Slayer riffs and rap. Work perfectly together. <sighs> Public so, Enemy did it in 1989 when they, they took the Angel of Death part. Yeah. And she watched Channel Zero. And put a beat under it, and they rapped over it, and I think uh, it still still stands. It still, still stands. You gridiron does are, incredibly well. Gridiron Gridiron has a thing going on. I have to say this: they are able to capture an energy and do it so well live too that I think they're doing something that many have tried and haven't quite either haven't wanted to go fully there. Or haven't had the competency to do it. You know what I mean? Because if you have to ask me, I will ask you this question, guys. Tom, do you like rap metal? For the most part, no. Right. Patrick, do you like rap metal? Very rarely. Bob, do you like rap metal? Nah. Hey, Bob, do you like rap metal? Nah. nah, I think that went without saying. Pretty easy. But... So that's that's an interesting twist on this, the hardcore Pazuki, because how do you spell this Pazuki so I can look it up? P- oh, you right. need to, man. I think it's a double Z double O. Pizu. P A Z. No, give it one Z. P I like pizza. Pizza cookie. Think about that. P I Z O O K I. Take a look at that bad boy. Pazuki. Everybody's eating this. It's delicious. BJ's restaurants. That's isn't this delicious, folks? Everybody says it. It's um, so good. Pazuki. If you don't know what a Pazuki is. I've never is, heard that oh, as a name Tom, for this. Tom, well, yeah, you know, like some people call it like skillet cookie or something. But like skillet cookie, like Pazuki makes it feel fresh and new. Calling it skillet cookie, I, I feel like all of a sudden I'm eating it like uh, Cracker Barrel, and I don't ever want to feel like that. How do you make um, a homemade Pazuki? What's Gabby cooking? I've made right. vegan ones. They're pretty good. I think I think it could be perfected. Um. Is gridiron so you know what? I like that you use the specific example of gridiron. I do like rap, I do like metal. Yeah, two good things put together, and you like gridiron a lot. It is, I think, it's a rare pizuki. It's like if somebody's right. I mean, like, like, I like pineapple, yeah, I like, pizza, like pizza, but I don't like them together, right? But maybe you might go to the best pizza place on earth and they have right. the special is only pineapple pizza and you're like oh i gotta try and you might be like oh that's good that doesn't necessarily mean next time you go down to frank's you're gonna get pineapple pizza you just had it that one time and it was banging and you're like undeniable so right all right i, I like that good job all right patrick right. your your turn what what remains for you haven't done wild or mild wild or mild done take one for the team wild or mild <sighs> let's see uh patrick I am going to see if I can think of one that I have not. Fear the record. I'll go wild. 
Okay. Tom, do you agree? Absolutely. Patrick, I don't know your familiarity with this record. I really just know what the... Hold on. The hits? Yeah, the hits. What but here's that? here's the thing. Let me give you the first four tracks. I Love Living in the City. You probably know that. Yeah, great song. I love... Great song. <laughs> New York's all right if you like saxophones. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I Don't Care About You. Classic. I don't care about you. Fuck you, you know? Let's Have a War. Maybe the best fear song. Yeah. Uh, I'm give not, me some I, action for Impulsive. Beef Baloney. I don't know if I need Beef Baloney. I don't think I need Beef Baloney. Um, Kim Rio, We Destroy the Family. It's funny. See, I, I don't need. The, it, I was thinking I don't it, know it, this record. I know this record. I know every song. You know this record. It slides off a bit, but that early half is like, damn, man. Um, when they play this record in full, do they really do it? And in in, so it was the first half, like, that show you've ever <laughs> Just seen. Just straight and then the bangers. <laughs> I hope not. I mean, I think. I think they're playing you, it around here soon, and I actually yeah. want to go. Yo, uh, real quick guess for both of you: How old is Lee Ving? He was born in 1950, so <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> so know. he's 72, 72 years old. Yes, good for yeah, him. 72, killing it here. Is he um, the oldest living punk, or is it Charlie Harper? I don't know, man. Let's say Charlie Harper. Jesus, the oldest living punk. Um. A couple years later, Ving fronted an Austin-based band called Lee Ving's Army that later toured under the name Fear and included former Frank Zappa bassist Scott Thunes, drummer Andrew Jimenez, and guitarist Sean Cruz. This is so weird. Who's in Charlie Harper from the UK? Band with Dave Mustaine. Unbelievable. Lee Ving, what a weirdo. Um, Villanova. So we're we're all in agreement. Fear the record. Wild. Yeah. All right. All right, Tom, your turn. I'm trying um, to see which one you haven't done. Uh, you haven't done Giving Energy. You want to do Giving Energy? Sure. Go sure. for it. Give us a recommendation of anything you've read, listened to, seen, uh, et cetera, that you think the folks should know about. Oh, okay. All right, so I already talked about Barbarian, so I won't talk about that. Um, I've been watching the show with The Patient. Okay. Um, Steve Carell is in it. It's not funny. Okay. It's um, he, he plays a psychotherapist um, who is kidnapped by a serial killer and chained in his basement. And uh, he'll only let him go if the he, so he does ther- he does therapy with this guy chained in a basement, and he's not allowed to leave until the guy's killing urges go away. Wow! And, and it's, it's a, just it's, it's a series. Him. It's a it's a it's like a 10, 10 episode series. The episodes are about twenty five to thirty minutes. Um, the the serial killer is Dom Hall Gleason. So if anyone saw the more like recent Star Wars, there's a part when um, which I, which kind of really got really really kind of shit on was I think it was Poe or or somebody uh, prank calls like the 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 enemy ship. Sure. Huh? He's the guy. He's like one of the higher ups in the in the um, like right below Darth Vader or whatever the fuck. Mm. But he was like a completely you wouldn't even recognize him in this in this. And it's literally the whole show is like those two dudes one on one in like a paneled basement, like talking about his urges to murder people. <laughs> Would watch. Right. 
It's actually right. really good. I highly recommend it. And it's What's 25 it minutes, so it's not that daunting. It's on FX, and you can watch it on Hulu. Hell yeah. The Patient. Thank you. Good recommendation. All right, Patrick. Ready to take one for the team? Yes. All right. You're getting two. Jesus, this one's so up your alley. Tom, I'm going to ask you these after. So, But you're going to – Patrick's going to answer both of them, and then I'm going to ask them both to you so you have some time to think about it. Patrick, what's the one thing that everyone hates but you love? Oh, fuck. Uh, um, uh, well, this one's weird. I don't know if I've ever shared this. I, I, uh, I don't know if I love it. I like the smell of dog poo. I, Jesus Christ, dog. I have no problem with the smell of dog poo. <laughs> I, I think that there's something. I, everything about a dog comforts me. Everything. So like. Uh, wet, squeezing their anal glands. Comforting. <laughs> wet, do- wet dog smell. I love wet dog smell. I love dog uh, smell. Dog lo- tooth smell. Uh, you know what? In moderation. <laughs> I, I think I got you, you fucker. Uh, yeah, Tom, Tom, um, what was worse? Patrick admitting that he maybe doesn't love but doesn't mind the smell of dog poop or when we were talking about shitting before the episode last week? Um, I you think, were well, notably uncomfortable and, and bummed, yeah. Uh, both <laughs> no pun gross. intended. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I think the the dog poop thing opens up a really a treasure trove of very strange questions. But us uh, talking about ass hair doesn't. Well, I mean, it's something that ev- most people have to deal with. But that's like, true. You're right. You're like, right. You know what? I don't mind blank. It's like, what else don't you mind on a dog? I, I just don't mind. Uh, there's almost nothing about a dog. I I go to the. Uh, Yesterday, I went to the dog beach uh, yep. in the morning, the dog park in the afternoon, and uh, the dog... Were you, like, cruising for some pooping? What are you... <laughs> the do- <laughs> and, and the dog meetup uh, at the Esplanade, which is, by the way, I, I don't want to sound... Did you guys know what an Esplanade was prior to... Yeah. I had no idea what the fuck that oh, was. Um, so... Uh, I went to all three dog things yesterday because uh, I had the day off, and uh, it, it, it was just a nice thing to do uh, with my girlfriend and the dog, and we oh. wear that dog out. But anyway, the point is, Ew. Ew. Uh, there was uh, no part of uh, all of that. Like I touched, you know, dogs' gross mouths, and uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I, I just love a dog. All right, so uh, yes, it's been established. Um, your second question: What do you prefer, cuddling or a slow makeout session? Mm. Do love a good cuddle, but then I fall asleep and I snore uh-huh. uh, right in my girlfriend's ear, and then mm-hmm. I feel really like uh, a little mad when she wakes me up and tells me to flip over because I'm snoring in her face. I, I feel like if you love each other, you should just allow me to snore in, in, directly in your ear. Mm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Thank mm. you, Tom. <laughs> not, not a take I expect you to sympathize with. I snore, so of course I want. <laughs> yeah. I want my partner to like fucking grin and bear it, man. Yeah, please. Uh, but uh, slow makeup would be pretty good. I yeah. So you uh, pick one or the other, dude. It's easy. Oh, I know he's selling them both. Well, yeah. listen. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just, I, I like you pitching us on cuddling and slowly making out. I'm but. weighing it. 
Uh, it's cold here today. I'll go with a cuddle. All right. All right, Tom, what is the one thing that everyone hates but you love? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, does everyone hate? I like the smell of gasoline. Is that, oh, everyone! No, I, like, I like it too. Yeah, everyone that's pretty normal. All right, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go. For, I, I I like the cold. Oh, yeah, well, no. Okay, no, that's uh, yeah. There are people who most like people it, hate but that. Most people hate it, so I'll take that. Uh, what do you prefer, cuddling or a slow makeout session? I mean, it really depends on the the your partner in crime, but um, of course. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to tie it together with cold. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go cuddle. Yeah, uh, the, the, the temperature so, really dictates a lot here. Well, so the cuddling to me, it's like, is this like, are we PG cuddling? Is this cuddling as a uh, pre kind of thing? Yeah, that's great is question. it just like a like just like oh, we're just in bed and you know, spoon, big spoon, little spoon, let's flip around. Da, da, da. I'm game for <laughs> all of it. Same, but you could cuddle with a friend. No, I prefer not. You could <laughs> totally can. You but. definitely are. You telling me you haven't cuddled, cuddled with like Eric? I'm listen. I spend half the year in bed with a man. Do you know how right, fun? you've cuddled? Uh, yeah, but I don't like it. I wake up and there's like when, when uh, you know some we're, we're dude routing has his right arms. back to that ass hair conversation. Some, some so. dude has his arms around me because uh, we've been on tour for fucking six weeks and uh, it, it's and you're like, out. You're out on it. It's just, I'm not into it. I don't need a, I don't, cause listen, I've never felt like a little poke, a little, you know, but I've definitely, sure. had been, I have definitely been cuddled. Uh, and men have fucking beards. Uh, there is nothing, body hair that I don't love. There, I, I'll be honest. Now that I reflect on it, I don't, I don't, my partner's got to deal with a lot of bullshit <laughs> because oh, like, yeah. men are disgusting. Here's the one thing I'll say, a slow makeout session. I'm like, yeah, I'm all in. Like a makeout session is always fun, but like how slow is slow? Oh, I don't Is this like, you know, like a, a slow mid-tempo Aussie song or are we talking like sleep? Cuz uh, like I don't want to go like so slow. Like what are we doing, you know? Like like let's let's just keep a nice like I want a mid tempo you know what I mean so uh, I, I appreciate that all right I think Tom you are up what would you like to pick I think you've done them all I think I've done them all you've done them all so you get to pick whichever one you like the most wow um hardcore bazooki wild or mild take one for the team animal style you pick two or giving energy I'd like wild or mild that was fun oh wild or mild. <sighs> Let's do this. Tom, wild or mild, Funhouse by the Stooges. Mild. <laughs> say it's mild. Patrick, Patrick, do you agree? Yeah, I fucking do. <laughs> Which doesn't mean it's terrible. Uh, it doesn't but, mean it's terrible. But uh, it, it's, uh, to most of our listeners, it's uh, going to sound like uh, fucking Chicago. 
<laughs> yeah, I might like some Chicago better than this. Um, it is Pizza Terra over uh, Iggy Pop. Uh, I want to say this. I think. I think I like the first Stooges record so much more than this record. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I like the first Stooges Which record way more. It's the one with "I Want to Be a, Your Dog." Real oh, fun, yeah. real cool time. Um, I still think it's overrated. So, so uh, Patrick said most of our listeners. I don't know that most of our listeners are super familiar with the Stooges. Um, you, I don't know if most of our listeners are familiar with Iggy Pop, <laughs> to be honest. But um, their rock band certainly could be considered proto-punk, sort of garagey, um, definitely rock. Uh, band from Ann Arbor, Michigan. I think there was a moment, as we've discussed, there's times and places, there was a moment where the Stooges suddenly got name-checked by a lot of people as a, like, oh, you must, must, must hear this. Yeah. You know, I, I, I never, I never felt that way ever. I also I, like Raw Power more than I like Funhouse. So, so to me, it's Stooges, Raw Power, then Funhouse. Um, as the uh, eight-year-old in my house says, "That's cringe, bro." Wow, wow, that's interesting. Um, wow, that's so mid. Uh, here's my here's my take. The Stooges. If you're interested in seventies rock. Yeah, it's cool. Check it out. Late 60s, early 70s. Really cool. If you're into punk or hardcore, you might have a proclivity to this or Maybe. you might not. So, um, no, I'm I'm I won't I'll give a soft disagree, but I you know what? I'm not even going to disagree because I wouldn't call it wild. Period. End of story. Period. I wouldn't call it wild. All right. Good one, Patrick. Your topic, your 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 you pick the format. What do you want? Uh, what remains? Ah, uh, you have done. You picked two. You've done giving energy. You did animal style. You did take one. For, you've done them all now, my friend. Oh, okay. So you get to revisit whichever one you like the most. Oh, uh, I'm go- okay. Then I'm going to uh, take the opportunity to talk about something that I would like to talk about. You pick two, Patrick. Go in. Uh, how long until I can coast? You haven't started already. <laughs> uh, here's the here's why in music because in- Drug Church is recording a record uh, right now, and yep. I I called the engineer. You and heard said, it here. I called I called the engineer and said, "Are they fucking it up? How bad is it?" You know, and he said, "No, it's fucking it, it, so far. It's at least as good as the last two records." And I said, "We need the hat trick. You know what I mean? We need three good <laughs> records because nobody really supplies." The Patrick record. needs a hat trick. Yes, nobody yeah. supplies three records of the same quality. It's very rare, right? And uh, we were talking about it, and uh, the question came up: No, no, no. Let's make this one superior to the last two, and from mm. there you will be able to coast on uh, records that are of uh, uh, varying quality for the remainder of your career. <laughs> and I said, you know what? That is a lot of bands fucking plan. You know what I mean? So my question is, now I don't want to, I'd, I'd probably rather break up than put out a, a bad record. I would just uh, lose all that money for the label. But if, if, if a record was of mixed quality, right? Like, I guess what I'm saying is, how bad will the sting hurt? Will I be aware of it ahead of time? 
And is it okay to reach a point as a band to coast in your opinion? Uh, re, re, re-ask those three questions you just phrased. Okay. Um, will you be aware of it? Will I be aware of it? If I put out yes. a record that's okay. I believe that's also true. Although not every yeah, band is. No question. No. Uh, and, and many do. And let's pin in that. Many do. Next um, question. Uh, will it sting? Yeah, it will. It would be. <laughs> there's, um, I think there's a level of self-reflection on it. And I know you both have known people in bands or just musicians who've went in, recorded a record. And after they left, they're like, I don't think that was good. <laughs> and it's just kind of meh. So, yes, it will sting. That is a sting feeling. Okay. And the and last question. Uh, in is your it view, okay? Yeah, in your view, is there a point where bands can coast? Like, now, Drug Church is not at that level, but, like, I, I, I saw a band that's kind of in our, you know, in our sphere enough that's got, like, 400,000 listeners uh, a month, and their record stinks. And I was like, oh, maybe they're just at the, you know, maybe they put it in, they put it in neutral and just started rolling down that hill. <laughs> Maybe that's what's going on. But what, what's your thoughts here? All right. Uh, is it okay? people? Yeah, yeah uh, go ahead. I mean, do you think people actually think they're coasting or they still think they're like, they're, they still got their fastball and they're not realizing that they've lost 10 miles per hour off their fastball? <sighs> like, I think people put out stuff that they think is good. I don't think anyone goes like, fuck it. We just need to have something out there so we can go on tour. Uh, there, so there is a, you're not wrong, but there's a few indicators. We'll call them, you know, uh, red flags to this might be coasting. Right. And we could probably talk about it. I would feel we, we might hurt some feelings doing it in the hardcore world. So I'm going to pivot and do it in the uh, metal world. Do you guys, you guys know, uh, the band Megadeth? Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Were you, you think aware? He's, you think he? You think he thinks he's coasting at this point? I think. I he, think. Even if he doesn't, I think he's he's coasting a little bit. Uh, did you know that on September second, twenty twenty two, they released their sixteenth studio album, "The Sick, The Dying, and the Dead." <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, I want to sh- so so friend of the show Andy uh, alerted us to the fact that on this record um, the digital edition bonus tracks include a cover of the Dead Kennedys police truck. Mm. Wow! Uh, yo, including covers on your record from a long time ago that were just kind of like, ah, let's throw this in there. That one hundred percent to me feels like coasting move which but it's is like it's it's like yeah it's digital edition bonus track but to me that rings of and i think you guys will both be familiar with this ah oh, what could we do someone's sitting on a stool playing bass fucking around yep. other dudes just standing around ordering yo you know how we like that dead kennedy's oh police truck yo let's let's record that and put it on yeah all right yeah let's do it no one is so excited about it but everybody's like yeah that's cool that's a red flag that you might be coasting yes other red flag that you might be coasting lots of guests on your record 
Okay, so that's a thing that I often feel, and I cannot say it because friends of ours uh, do it. And uh, sometimes it's cool. Sometimes I'm I'm definitely in, and uh, it's interesting. But other times I go, uh, this adds nothing. It's going to make doing it live kind of lame. And uh, what was what was gained here? You know. So yeah, I, I often think that. Have you ever had um, Jess on your record? Oh, yeah. Uh, we have done it uh, a couple times. Uh, uh, Jeremy is on one of our uh, one of the Drug Church early records. Um, trying to think if we had anybody else. Sometimes well, it's cool. Like, if no, if I mean, there, there, there's. There oh, yeah, of course. You, you had the singer from. Um, Husbandry, but I consider that practically. Yes. I consider that practically a fucking duet. But the. Uh, my thing is, look. I would love a hardcore posse cut that actually worked. They don't often work. And justice. Uh, page justice, justice adds a lot. Trip. No, no. Paging Justice Trip. He's the one who can make it work. I mean, look. I think he's got the knowledge, uh, palate, and uh, culinary schools to cook up the hardcore posse track that would rip. So. God, are you talking like like uh, like Path of Resistance? Or are you talking about like I'm talking about? I think uh, on the last Bane record, they essentially tried to posse cut, right? Uh, they, yeah, that a lot of people love. Song. Yeah, a lot of people do love it. Uh, I mean, and you kind of gotta love it for its ambition. But I'm saying, like, I would want something that I would love a song that was a hardcore posse cut where everybody was dialed in, chosen not because like. Bane, I think, chose those chose those collaborators because, you know, la- last hurrah, sort of. Let's put out, let's collaborate with friends. You know what I mean? Let's really and young younger folks. Yes, let's put out people that we think are like. But they were putting you know, on for folks too. Yeah, right. But when you when you listen to like a perfectly constructed rap posse cut, you know what I mean? Like it, you, it's like this really remarkable thing where everybody's kind of in competition with each other. Well, to be no, the, I, the best. I think it's, I think it's, uh, yeah, well, you, you're saying, we're saying the same thing in different forms. I think of it like a meal, like a really great meal isn't just one entree, right? It can, that can be great, but it's these different foods and different flavors all competing for your attention and they're all really good. Some are complimentary, some are, you know, counter essentially. So yeah, I, I, that's the good version. And I think you've always done really tasteful. You have with ideas in mind of who the guest should be, et cetera, et cetera. I'm talking, we're getting features so that people are drawn to this and we have things for people to look at. Right. Like, oh, so that's, there's some red flags. We'll do the, is this coasting red flags at some point? Tom, do you think you could coast on a record? Me? Personally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no. I feel good about it. Sucks. I don't think you could. No. No, yelling hurts. So if I'm going to do it, I, might as, I want to do it, you know, I want it to be worth it. Question for both of you. As vocalists, not necessarily the people writing the music. I think you've both had input and quality control comments. Certainly, Tom, I know you have quite a bit. Yes. Have you ever had the like, guys, this one's just not good enough. We're not there with this song. Yes. Oh, I mean, I, I'll take credit for the last drug church record being good when I walked in there and said, I'm not singing over this dumb bullshit. 
and <laughs> made them go record more songs. So I take credit. All right. Uh, that was Patrick's. Uh, Very kind of. Yeah, that was your you pick too. All right, um, Tom, your turn. And I think we've got like two more and then we'll wrap this one up. You know what, Bob? I defer to you. Pick one for me. Ah, okay. I am going to, man, they're all such different flavors. I think I'm going to give you a hardcore pizookie, another one of the two good things combined. Okay. To make a better thing. That you've seen in hardcore, that you've seen of. I thought your 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 gridiron example was a good one because it was a rare. Two good things combined. Hmm. And if you are struggling, I will. Uh, I'll give you the the mulligan and I'll throw one out there. Okay. Um. Not to go back for a month ago since we've talked it to death, but um, outside hardcore shows. Outside hardcore shows. Being outside is cool. Hardcore shows Love are it. cool. And something that doesn't always work, but in recent times has been pretty ripping. Okay. Patrick, do you also agree that outside hardcore shows are good or have been in a good place? No, strongly disagree. Okay. So Pat, Tom gives some supporting evidence. Patrick, you can give your counter argument. Um, I just think if it's in the right place... Um, and, and when things work out, it's as perfect a way to see a show as you can. I know there's been times that I've gone to shows um, where the weather didn't, didn't kind of play along and they didn't cooperate and stuff like that. But I think, um, yeah, I mean, going to like a show that's like outdoors and the weather's pretty decent. Like if I'm going to be like it's if it's going to be 90 degrees, I'd rather be 90 degrees outside and outdoors than be 90 degrees in a dark, shitty club. Fair point. Dark shitty club. Yeah, when's the last time? Oh man, when's the last time either? Of you and you've been met? like inconsolably hot at a show. <sighs> yeah, no, I'm I'm thinking, Tom. The last time either of you was at one of those clubs that's pitch black, no matter what time of day it is, but you're there for some reason at like three in the afternoon. So you start your your sense of time and space gets warped. Uh, Brutal. Yeah, Patrick, when's, you you tour, so has this happened to you in recent memory? Being hot or being outside? No, being in the pitch black club at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Oh, are you kidding? It's the most miserable. I fucking it's hate literally venues. Awful. I've talked about it's this. Awful. I goddamn nothing worse in this life than a fucking venue. They're they're, they're holes. They're nightmares. I hate them. I I hate I hate going from sunny to this type of dismal fucking like aff- uh, dark affect where it's like, oh, you're a rock club. I fucking get it. You made this. Th- this place was put together in 1986 and you were like, this is your cocaine days and you're fucking still trying to live this out, you pathetic old man. But I still take it over being outside where hardcore music sounds bad enough. I don't need to fucking lose the music in, in a complete lack of uh, 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 like, like it's just I don't even know the, the sounds are lost outside see i didn't think that was the case at the, at the sound and fury uh no, i think they had quite a sound system yes yeah, <laughs> I mean, i've been to like not bad yeah i went to see i mean think when i think of outdoor shows i think we i saw quicksand at the mm-hmm. first warp tour when they were the headliners of that first warp tour i saw them in asbury park and it was like a little windy yeah it sounded like i was listening to someone else's walkman 
who's underwater. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. So like I get it, but I feel like there's been so many strides in audio technology that it's not bad anymore. Um, I am of both sides on this. I think recently there's been some really, really good ones. And it's added kind of this different element. Uh, I went to a show at an outdoor pavilion. So it was a big kind of like one of those, uh, man, <laughs> like big covered picnic areas kind of, yeah. you know. I wouldn't call it an amphitheater. <laughs> no, certainly not. <laughs> I was at a VFW hall in uh, the Pine Barrens. Um, but it was cool. The sound was kept in just enough. Uh, that it was certainly certainly fine for a punk show, uh, but it was a cool energy. So I, I you know, I, I've been enjoying variety. I've been enjoying the spice of life that is different types of shows in different venues. So, um, but I've also been a promoter doing a large outdoor show, and the yes. fear of watching a weather pattern uh, is like nothing. I else. can't imagine. Fucking sucks a big one. So, but the fact that you had your full thing. <laughs> People, everyone was gone before all hell broke loose with the weather. Remember, like, yeah. wasn't oh, it like, yeah. did, wasn't it like a like a lightning storm coming like imminently? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was literally we were uh, biting teeth uh, to to get to get to the the half heart set and then get through it. And uh, yeah. they didn't they didn't even have to cut a song and, and we made wonderful. it just through the gate. So. All right, uh, Patrick, you are getting to pick the last one here. Hardcore Pazuki, wild or mild? Take one for the team, animal style. You pick two. You've picked two. You pick twos already, so you're done with that one. Take one for energy. the team. Take one for the team. We're closing up. Everybody gets to answer. Pat, are you pounding on a podium? No. Can you hear me? I can. I was hearing you pound on the podium. I thought you were. Uh, I haven't touched anything. That's you. I thought you were delivering a, a speech. No, uh, t- no Pat. Uh, Pat always sounds like it's like. Uh, I thought, like yeah. you can hear him moving his microphone. Oh, so that's what it is, Pat. If you're holding the microphone, we do occasionally hear that. That's true. I, well, wow, this is a damn crazy it, Pat. one, Patrick. Jesus Christ. Uh, no, we're good now. You sound clear. Tell me. What do we got? What's your biggest regret in life? Um, I would have I don't know how to this is like a larger regret I would have liked to have accomplished more uh, uh, in my 20s but I suppose that's everybody's regret uh, you know I, I think that's that, a good one I mean I think that's a good one a lot especially for our audience yeah it, uh, but it's tough because that's just truly it's uh, probably everybody on earth's regret is that they wish they had got I mean I guess there's the dude that peaks in their 20s I guess I could be that but uh it's, Let's all co-sign on that. We we all wish we got done more younger. Uh, but that also means you don't you never want to have peaked too young. I don't know. No. Uh, you, you know, I don't know. Mark Cuban sold some tech company for five point seven billion dollars. I guess you could say he peaked right then, but then he bought a sports team and has uh, lived a pretty good life since. So, you know, maybe maybe peak young. We don't know. Do it. <laughs> yeah, I have no answers. Question for both of you. What are some items on your bucket list? Give me give me one item on your bucket list. 
And I, this says everyone has a bucket list. I don't have a goddamn bucket list. There's a lot of things I want to do, but but throw me something that would be on your bucket list. That's a new thing that's come up in the last like ten to fifteen years because it was a fucking because the, there was the Jack Nicholson movie. That's what you're putting it on. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. That's what it comes from. No, I think it existed before, the, before that. But I but guarantee it, it you, into, I think it came into um, the 2007 film, The Bucket List. Uh, I think it was around before that, but it certainly came into the lexicon from that for sure. I had never heard of it before that. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to read the uh, Wikipedia while Pat comes up with his bucket list. Oh, I know what I want to do. I want to take a, a train across India. Uh, oh. Okay. I, I love trains and I love seeing new spots. And India is uh, a spot that uh, I think they've got something like three different levels of, of, tra- of train accommodation. And uh, the lowest uh, level is supposedly so uncomfortable that uh, just Westerners just do not do it. And I am curious if I could be that uncomfortable. <laughs> so I would like to try <laughs> the level of discomfort from whatever that train across India is. Although I, do, I really want to take the, uh, I think it's called the Gaon. The Gaon is the one that goes from uh, uh, Perth to uh, Adelaide. Uh, I'd like to do that as well. I, uh, I plan to do a Australian cross-country drive in the next five years. Nice. It's on the list. Tom, give us uh, your bucket list item to close us off tonight. Um, well, first, I would like to say that the screenplay for the bucket list. You were right. I know. I saw 1999. There it is. According to the bucket list, after Jack wrote his list of the things of, list of things to do before I kicked the bucket, and it shortened it to Justin's bucket list. So, Pat, Justin. fuck you. Um, uh, and the first list, the first item on his list was to get a film made at a major studio. So, guess what? He filled uh, his bucket. Uh, um, I would probably like to go see the Northern Lights. Hmm. All right. See the Northern Lights, everybody. Not the venue. The lights. The no, I've been lights. there already. That place <laughs> still right. exists or they got burned down? Uh, oh, Saratoga Winters burned down. Saratoga Winters burned down. Uh, Northern Lights changed to Upstate Concert Hall. And uh, that promoter, Ted, who you know, uh, yes. has uh, since uh, moved uh, to downtown Albany. Uh, and At the new spot. At the new spot, which uh, I, I played and is very fun. Everybody. Uh, Thank you for listening. Listen to the new Mind Force, New Lords at Rips. Woo! Have a good night.